Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Man, We're Too Old for This, here on the Nerd Troll Network. I'm your host, the experience of some called Jason, and with me today is... Blurred Don of the Ville, the Todd Father. The token passing interference, Tarky. CDL113, the droid you're looking for. And today we're going to talk about the last four episodes of What If. We did one a while back on the first, what was it, first five? Yeah. So now we're going to wrap her up. Turns out there wasn't a good halfway point, so it worked out in our favor. <laughs> well, you know, they well, did an odd number, so you can't split them evil in half. There was, there was supposed to be ten, but they went, eh, fuck this one. Yeah, I have heard there was, of, of, I've heard some talk of the deleted episode. It was just yeah. all of them on a beach afterwards partying. It's the shawarma. What if, what, like if, party Thor what if they went to get pizza instead of swarm? And then Doctor Strange went, wait, couldn't we have also just grabbed a bunch of Infinity Stones from alternate universes and been on equal standing with him? Except there's multiples of us? Wow, we really didn't think this through. Yeah, I don't think they have time. Before we get off too weird, who wants to give us a rundown of uh, episode six? What if Killmonger rescued Tony Stark? I can do that one. Okay. Killmonger rescued Tony Stark in Afghanistan, changed his plan from Black Panther the movie. Ta-da! And what changed about it? Oh, uh, instead of working from the Wakandan side out, he worked from the American side in. And truthfully, was a hell of a lot more successful. Yeah. Surprisingly enough, it is easier to get the warmongering country to warmonger. Yeah, yeah. When he said, when he worked from the American side, setting up Wakanda. This whole nation of so-and-so's dead. Shit, America was quick to go, yeah, fuck them. Yep. And then he goes, hee <laughs> oh, yeah, he thought of, he went about that all wrong. Don't go to the isolationist, peaceful nation trying to get them to start shit. That goes against character. Go to the motherfuckers that's been at war most of their existence. Yeah. The entire time we've been a, a country, we, we've only had, what was it, 16 years of peace. Yeah, I mean, real really small, you know. But, yeah, one of the things I liked about that episode was, yeah, like, okay, why are you happen to be there? Oh, I was on a, a clandestine mission. But every time he did something, there was always that little, okay, when's the shoe? And when the shoe drops, you're like, oh, damn. Yeah, because he would smoke people like. Yeah, but that's the trick. That's where they kind of play with your expectations because when that episode starts the watcher's talking about you know if things were different you know it's almost like it was going to be a redemptive story yeah and like i've pointed out to people online that story wasn't what if t'chaka hadn't killed his father it was what if killmonger saved tony stark he was killmonger everything that it that it fucked up the thing that fucked up his life was being left left orphaned in a ghetto. That wasn't different. Yeah, yeah, but you see, the audience went, oh, he's got a white friend now. Everything will be okay. Yeah. Well, he had a white friend then. That Claw. Claw was always a tool he was using. He had a rich, successful white friend. Everything will be okay. Claw was a billionaire. I'll just point that out. Yeah, Claw was, was rich and successful. And, you know, he had a... He had a slightly less racist white friend, where you know, Claw was a was South African, so it, yeah, you wouldn't go expect much from him. You know, when they got to the border of Wakanda, he called him boy. I was like, "Woo! You just signed, signed your damn death warrant." Yeah, 
said that when Jennifer and I were watching and Claus says that, I'm like, whoo, dead now. And she said, why? I mean, you were probably dead anyway. <laughs> but, but now he's going to enjoy shooting your ass. You went ahead and washed away any doubt. Yep. You know, like poor Tony Stark, who, you know, he did say, you know, I was hoping you wasn't going to make the cut. Because he didn't want to kill Tony. He was like, yeah, he's pretty, yeah, I'm fucking around with you. You're pretty cool, you know. I was really hoping you wasn't going to make the cut. But I'll stab. Cut. Yep. <laughs> Well, that's like when him and Rody were talking. Oh, yeah. Hey. Well, Rody was, as, and I was going back and forth with a dude this morning about that. He was like, what did he get Rody? Yeah, he looked at Rody as a coon. Rody was a sellout. Yeah. <laughs> I said, he tells him as much before he died. You walk around wearing their flag. Oh, my God, what the hell's wrong with yeah. you? I said, and he's a psychopath. He is like, uh, when I was talking with somebody, he, but he was a seal. No, he may have joined the SEALs and he did their training. He did this. Everything he did was a, a, just another rung on the ladder to get to Wakanda and get his revenge. Yeah. And I said, there is no happy ending when you got a guy that's that dedicated. You know, like, I got to, you know, you know, step and fetch for, you know, a couple of years to get the training I need. Okay, fine. I can smile. <laughs> and, you know. I can smile and practice killing people so that yep. later I can kill the people I want. Yep. Yep. Where, where Rhodey is career military. Yep. You know, Killmonger just saw it as a... He, need, he knew what he was going to have to fight, and he knew he was going to have to train to fight it. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, that's, that's what a lot of people don't get. Is they go, well, he was doing this. Yeah, he wasn't... The revenge part of his thing is revenge on Wakanda and America, because he don't like neither one of them motherfuckers. Yep. America's racist as hell. He don't like America. Wakanda abandoned him in racist-ass America, so he don't like them motherfuckers either. He wasn't setting them up to win. He was setting them up to fuck each other up. Yep. Now, yeah, that's, that's literally his whole thing, because when they catch him in the last episode, you notice he's looking out the window, and you're seeing all hell breaking loose. He's like, ah, it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on, we had ep uh, episode seven was "What if Thor were an only child?" Danny, tell us what happens if Thor is an only child. Did you say me? Yep. Yeah. Um, instead of Odin bringing home Loki, uh, Loki stays with the Frost Giants and you know becomes prince in his own realm, and Thor basically becomes a, a frat boy. Uh, yeah, a frat boy. You know. He, Every time you turn around, he's up to mischief one place or another because he didn't have to be the responsible one. He was. I've, I've seen the first Thor movie, Danny. He was never the responsible one. Well, compared to how he is in this, yeah, he was a little more responsible. But in this one, he just... He's frat boy. Yeah, he's a frat he's boy. He's an intergalactic frat boy. He only lived to party and get chicks. And not necessarily in that order. I mean, he when he threw a party, it was a planet-wide party. And a lot of times it would destroy your planet. Yeah. Yeah, it was one of those things of... He became Galactus, but instead of eating your shit, he partied that motherfucker till the wheels fell off. <laughs> yeah. To the point that the guy that's supposed to cause Ragnarok is sitting there going, well, of course I'm going to that party. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, you got, you know, aliens from all over the galaxy showing up to his ragers. I mean, 
when when you shit, get, you had the grand hell the grandmaster was his DJ. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm saying you you got two galactic empires that are at war with each other. They go, hey, we at Thor's party. We gonna party like it's 1999. You know, <laughs> we gonna let it go for now. But after I'm the party, out, I'm like, out on the war. We gotta go to the kegger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, you're sitting there, you're watching all all these different folks showing up. It's like, my God. Yeah, that was the one that was Easter egg heavy. Yeah. Good Lord, you had all kind of yeah. people. That oh, Jason, your duck friend was in it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Howard the it's, Duck was in it and got Howard married. popped up in a few of these episodes. Yeah, he popped up in a couple. But yeah, in this, in this one, he gets married to uh, Darcy. Darcy. I started to call her Marcy, but I knew that wasn't right. Oh. Uh, and then Thor ends up with a damn tattoo on his arm, which I want to know where they found a needle that could tattoo him. Eh, vibranium, adamantium, you know, stuff. Yeah. Space needles. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Whatever Thanos' sword is made out of, you know. But, you know, you, you had all that going on, and, you know, he, he would wait till his dad would slip down into the Odin sleep and then go party. And then, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, Mom, uh, we're, we're going such and such. We're going to study. She would go study. Yeah, I'm going to study. And I like how at the end of it when, you know, uh, they go to tell her, hey, your son's out here and he's, he's causing trouble. And she's like, excuse me, I've got to leave. Because you know, she went to book club. And then she sucks up on Earth by this point. Oh, my God, Mom's coming. And everybody pitched in to help. Oh, hello. And, uh, you know, got the chalkboard set up and he's. Standing there with reading glasses on with a Everybody book. Everybody but the Grandmaster and the and the chick that is his aide de camp, because they were in the little old people hover around going, Well, time to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> it was just so funny when she shows up. Oh well, hello, mother. I didn't see you there. It was and all he's, good. He's arranged was. chalkboards and is yeah. telling people about the history of Earth, I think. Yep. Yeah. It was all good until Miona showed up with like Mardi Gras beads and shit. Yeah, spray paint. And a pair of underwear. But yeah, I, Jennifer and I watched that one and she giggled through that because she thought it was funny because, you know. Because it was funny. Well, it she's. Was meant, it was known, meant to be a lighthearted one. Yeah, but she's only known Thor through the movies or what I've told her. And so, you know, she liked. Uh, Helmsworth as Thor, but it was like okay, he was a little more serious in the movie, and then here it's like, oh my yeah, god, she's yeah, really Thor was a doof. Yeah, he, she said this was like watching some of them, uh, you know, you know, surf boy movies, you know, from back in the day. And I also found it funny that Loki, while not having to like connive and cheat to try to win a throne, was, was so a- relaxed. Yeah, yeah, outrageously relaxed. Was a hell of a lot better person. Yeah, I like when he first shows up and they start insulting each other and hug it out. And it's like, what? That's the only time I've ever seen Loki happy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he just sit there and go, man, Odin really should have left him the fuck where he found him. Because he was much happier. Yep. Surprise, surprise. Not stealing a child away from their family and then raising them half-heartedly makes them a better person. Yep. But yeah, the, when you were seeing the after effects of, of the party, like, oh crap, we got to go fix this. I mean, they had to go around the planet and put stuff back together and patch it up. I'm like, oh man. Well, they turned the St. Louis Ark up and we're going to use it as a slingshot. Yeah. Hey, hey Thor, watch this. I don't know, mother's coming. 
<laughs> the Leaning Tower, they straightened it up. Oh, crap, we did this. Let's straighten it up. Let's see. I'm hey. also glad for that the fight scene that happened. Kind of painted it as... Uh, you pretty sure Thor would have been stronger in the fight he was in had he been a serious person. Yeah. Yeah. And you and you have people online pissed off about that. You say that Captain Marvel is not the bestest ever. It's a god. It's a god. She's fighting a fucking god. He ought to be starving her. Yeah. And you get the distinct impression that if you fought a, she'd have fought a Thor that was an actual warrior and not a deuce, she'd have got her ass beat. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, because he was full on kind of, <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> you know? yeah, I thought we were playing, you know, because you got the impression that he got into a few bar fights on these other worlds. And that's what he thought this was. And then all of a sudden, oh, you're serious. But so, you know, and, and the creme de la creme when he set me on her, on her chest and she couldn't lift it. He just pinned it. Us. Yeah. <laughs> How dare I not be worthy, my own? She should be able to lift me on without worrying. Yeah, that, for me, that... Apparently, Hemsworth wants to be a comedian. You notice his Thor's got goofier and goofier as time goes on. Yeah, well, I mean, you have... To be fair, as an actor, you have more longevity as a comedy actor. Yeah, we do like the wrestlers and try to segue. Yeah. Serious, serious, serious. Well, you know, action, 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 action. Maybe a serious something here, then comedy. Cause that, but that does that seems that seems to be his his niche. Cause he, it's like he, he's a good live action Thor, but it you can you can kind of tell that he likes the comedic stuff. He was actually the best part of Ghostbusters twenty sixteen. Yeah, 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 he was. He was literally the only damn thing I laughed at in that movie. I loved when he would take his glasses off that didn't have glass in them and pretend to clean the lens. And then they took his All sandwich right. away. He took the All sandwich right. away. Getting a little distracted so that we could bring up right. Ghostbusters again. Which I think is now the, the single movie we've brought up the most in our... Quite possibly. But uh, moving on to the next episode, What If Ultron Won? No. I thought it was Zombies. Zombies. No, zombies was Dude, five. Zombies was number five. Was five. We talked about that last time. Because remember, the, the party Thor was... Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, what if Ultron won? Who wants Probably to break down this one? It's about to Well, the problem is that they don't explain it for garbage. No, not really. They just say, well, in your world, you know, they've, they got the... Was it casket? Yeah. Cradle? Yeah. Yeah, the whole the whole thing, the whole difference was, yeah, Ultron actually got the body, the body that ended up becoming the Vision in the main universe. But what I what I hate the most is he they, they just say that, and then skip over all the cool stuff of him killing people. Yeah, and yeah. then go okay, now you're at the end of the world where the two most basic human members are the ones that are alive are the ones that are still able to run around for extended periods of time against uh what what does he have right now oh all six infinity stones where he could literally think and know how many people are alive on the planet well no he only had he only had the one. Oh, at that point in time yeah yeah he he, only... he conquered he conquered he conquered the planet with just the mind stone yeah and it was after he had beat all and it was after that he kind of wiped all them out that that you know thanos showed up 
And he was like, oh, this is neat. Zip. And cut him in half and took the other five. Yeah. I love the memes that are going, he could have done that? Wouldn't that have been? Had that argument online, too. He could you know, now I'm looking at Vision funny. Why was, why was Ultron able to do it? Because it was Ultron. Vision had was Jarvis. Jarvis was not particularly violent. Mm. Ultron was a goddamn killing machine. Yeah. Well, there's also the fact that it's a half-hour show, so they just did that to be funny. Nobody doing the math on well, who had the most stones. Well, you know, kind of like Captain Marvel could be stronger than Thanos, and she's powered by a knockoff of one gem. Yeah, I was literally about to say, they hell, they do that in the movies. To be fair to them slightly in this universe, the stones kind of have to wait for you to actively use them. Mm-hmm. In this unit, like in the cinematic universe you kind of see them glow as someone activates them yep whereas when the comic books yeah if you had when you had them that was just you as long as you had that stone it was it was an innate something there's been nothing about the mcu's infinity stones it's been very comic accurate no yeah so like it's a different version because let's be honest Thor planted Stormbreaker in Thanos' chest, and he had the full gauntlet. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. He literally had the full gauntlet and was trying to blast Stormbreaker out of the air, and hell, it it spun right through that blast and landed in his damn chest. So, I've 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 always kind of hated the way they did the Infinity Gems in the MCU. Truthfully, but I know why they they had to do them like that because. Yeah, in the books, if you had it, you were God. You weren't a God. You weren't kind of a God. You were God. You did what you were the end-all, be-all. Yeah. So there was, there was no more surprising you or any of that kind of shit because you were omniscient, omnipotent, omnipresent. So You could surprise people if you were distracting them because the Silver Surfer does almost snatch the gauntlet off of his, yeah, off of his hand. What, in the- yeah, Jason, what did they do? They tricked Mephisto had tricked him into dump into cutting himself off from all the input. That was the whole reason the heroes had sacrificed themselves because he had frozen them. He was gonna kill them, and Mephisto got in his ear and said, "Hey, you know death get turned on by a fight." And Thanos is like, "They can't do anything to me." He was like, "But what if you cut off? Basically, what if?" but isn't it within your power to do it? And he said, yeah, I'll cut myself off from all sensory input from time, space, reality. I will keep lim- limitless power, but it will give them a 0.05% chance of victory. And that's the reason why Surfer was, was almost able to snatch the glove off, because after Surfer missed, he goes, oh my God, what have I been doing? Let my let myself be all that I'm supposed to be, and he re-empowers himself. Yeah. He they were the heroes were just fighting him with the power stone. He had cut he had, he he could do all the tricks, but he wasn't omniscient anymore. Yeah, that's the whole point of that book. Yeah. So yeah, you could surprise him when he cut off his omniscience. But regardless, back to the actual story. Yes, yes. What's so what does Ultron do with all the Infinity Gems? He then becomes Brainiac. Congratulations. Yep. That's it. Yeah. He becomes, he becomes Brainiac Obi-Wan. to the point of even having a giant fake face be his ship. Yeah. And then goes around destroying planets for peace. Well, it goes around destroying multiverses. 
Yeah. Well, it starts at it starts at planets. Because he kills his entire universe off. Well, yeah. And then sits in contemplation. And when he realizes, and then the watcher starts talking shit for no good reason, just to tell you how how amazing this fucking Ultron is. Ultron hears his fucking gabbing on and goes, "Oh, there's other shit to kill." Well, the watcher watched Ultron wipe out a, a universe and basically went, "Oh shit," which I'm pretty sure would be the proper reaction to seeing a homicidal robot take out a universe. is like, oh, fuck. And then the droid. Right, but, the, but he's talking of, while in quiet contemplation, he, uh, he began to ascend to a higher plane of consciousness. Oh, distinct impression. Right. Yeah, you got the distinct impression that the Watcher was shocked that he, he was like, oh, sh- oh shit. And he's like, he heard me. Because that's just it. The Watcher's not used to things being able to perceive him. You know, it exactly. took Dr. Strange really, really jacking himself up to do it. Yeah. yeah, and you have a thing with six Infinity Stones. Well, that would be the question. Would the Watcher even really know what all six of the Infinity Stones would do together? I mean, how often has it happened? Depends on the universe you look at. So the Watcher might know that, hey, you know, somebody with the six Infinity Stones is going to be powerful. Have they noticed him? But if one has never noticed him before, he may not know they could notice him. But he knows an adequately powerful being can, and the Infinity Stones are supposed to be, quote-unquote, the status. I mean, granted, magic is weird. Yeah, and that gets covered later. But also, then becomes the part that makes me the angriest. What's that? Because Disney can't keep a fucking story straight. This is supposed to take place in the same multiverse. As the MCU films. Yep. Okay. And as the Loki show. Okay. What does Loki see while he's in the TVA and the little security box that he's trying to get stuff out of? Infinity stones. Several of them. Several infinity stones. Yeah, they had several of them. Meaning that outside of the universe they're attuned to, they don't really do anything. Or, or, outside of the multiverse, period. The TVA may be outside the multiverse. The stones may work anywhere inside the multiverse. That's true. Now, if you go by the comics, you're right. You know, the Infinity in the Avengers-JLA crossover, when the Infinity Stones get drugged into the DC universe and Darkseid's got them, they don't do nothing. Hmm. But the thing is, even that, though, is them suggesting they don't work outside of their base. Oh, quite possibly, quite possibly. Outside of their base. It's not really them stating it and then changing their mind. Yeah, they, they let us comic fans assume, because that was the thing. Like, oh, they got a bunch of Infinity Stones, and we all went high, because like in the comics, they don't work outside of their universe. And then they went up. But the trick, but Taylor does have a point, because when you get to that last episode... They do then flip and go, well, yeah, the each Infinity Stone is kind of attuned differently, and I but the most destroy mine, but it won't destroy these. But even more important than that, th- let's continue on with they don't work outside the multiverse. Where is the Watcher? Is the Watcher out, the Watcher's home, where he is paneling through those crystals? Is, is that, that not outside the multiverse? No, yeah. it's on the moon. He's well, got a physical like house on the moon. 
I'm going he, to gently ignore yeah, what Jason said. He has a physical house on the moon in the comics. Taylor may have you there because, yeah, I don't, you, they ain't never shown him on the moon in this. It was. In this, yeah. it shows him in a big crystalline yeah. place, kind of paneling through windows of universes. That well, Ultron has to tear a hole to get into. Yeah. yeah, he tears a hole in reality to get his hands on the Watcher. Well, here, here's an idea. When Gamora makes that comment about this machine is attuned to the ones from my universe, but yet Ultron has all of them, you know, emplaced in his body, he's attuned to them and they are with him. And like how Todd made the comment, they make the, you know, when you've got all of them, you're omni, yeah, whatever. That version, they aren't. Yeah, they, they definitely like, aren't. That's the just it. If, if, those had worked like the ones in the comics. They couldn't have surprised him at all. It wouldn't, have, it wouldn't have taken Thor doing something stupid. He would have known every damn thing they were going to do before they ever did it. He would have been omnipresent. He would have been well, Before we go any further than that, let's go ahead and move into episode nine, since it's a, you know, a direct follow-up to eight. What if the Watcher broke his oath? Which is basically, oh shit, oh shit, there's a multiversal threat. I'm going to round up all the characters that we've had in episodes so far to go fight this shit. Which, to be fair, one of them totally deserved to be there. Doctor Strange? Doctor Strange totally deserved to be there. Yeah. He, he was the stoutest thing you're going to be able to find. Yep, yep. Unless you went and grabbed somebody else with the Infinity Stones. Which, but apparently which is... only Mad Men and Psychos ever collect them also. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's also my big complaint of like, oh, the story's fine, except when you stop and go, yeah, but he could have just collected six stones himself six times over and just wiped the floor with old Ultron. Like, it would have just been a contest of who's faster at that point. Because you know that the stones are equal to each other. Because that's in the final trick. fight... That, that's also one of those kind of things, if you're actually trying to save the multiverse, are you really wanting to have something that powerful fighting in it that may wreck the whole damn thing. Then punch punch him through a hole to your house. I'm, I'm, I'm taking you not a big fan of these last two episodes, though. The thing is, I enjoyed them as like, oh, it's a... We're helping each other fight a big threat. But like, just... Because you left such an obvious answer to the question, how do we beat this guy? And it's an incredibly plausible and easily completed task. It bothers me. Because you're able to run and hide from him. And he, you just distract him long enough with your little distraction. And just walk in with all the stones and slap him. Because the Watcher with no stone was in a realm of competition in a fight. He was losing. But he was there. Like, he was in the able- proper scale at least. Yeah, when Ultron fights him, he's able to throw Ultron off and run. Like, he's able to temporarily mm-hmm. hold, you know, hold equal ground for just long enough to get away. Just slap some stones on, come back and beat the boy. Like, beat, your, beat this psychotic four-year-old robot out of existence real quick and move on with your day. You're forgetting one thing. You're forgetting one important thing. The Watcher lacks a good story. Going to grab all these other characters, it's a big crossover. Which, if you like a story, if you like a comic book style story, the big crossover is what you're looking for. So yeah, he could have done that, but it wouldn't make as good a story. 
drama queen. But yeah, it's it's just that that level throws me off. I enjoyed the interactions. I enjoyed Killmonger looking at another version of his cousin going, Ugh, you are not my cousin. Boogie, he said that just because technically it would not the cousin, yeah. not the child from yeah. the universe. That was actually well, that was actually my plot. The only plot hole that bot well the second plot hole that bothered me in that last episode is when T'Challa goes, hey, cousin, and, you know, Killmonger goes, you're not my cousin. T'Challa wouldn't have known that Killmonger was his cousin. He would have known he was Wakandan. He wouldn't have known it was his cousin because, da da da, da. They abandoned Killmonger. He didn't know that Killmonger was, his, was related to him until he saw his grandfather's ring on him. Yeah. And, 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 and that version of Killmonger wouldn't have had that. So unless he just flat out went, hey, I'm your cousin, there's no fucking way for him to know it. Maybe it was just a generic, hey, cuz, sort of thing. No, he, he said cousin like that was his family. Because it, it's completely plausible. That Maybe the watcher somebody, let him watch previous episodes. Well, it's completely plausible that somebody else could have attained the title of Black Panther because that's part of their culture. You think you can step up to it? You step up and you fight, you win? Congratulations, you're the Black Panther. Has it happened more than once? No. But, yeah, because anybody that wants to challenge, you know... Uh, you knew he was royal... You have to be a royal blood. Well, if he's a royal blood, he'd have been some relation to him, so that might have just been him assuming no, cousin. No, because who challenged him in the movie? M'Baku. He's not related to M'Baku. You have to be a royal blood, which meant you were part of one of the five tribes. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That's all you had to be. That that's the reason why each they went along each tribe and went. The border tribe won't challenge today. The mining tribe won't challenge today. All those people standing up there, including the Kia, they were of royal blood. It was anybody of one of the tribes of royal blood could challenge to be Black Panther. Now you could suggest that he's just so arrogant he assumed it's his family no matter what is the Black Panther. Yeah, that part we could actually go with. Yeah. But, yeah, that that was the trick when he goes, you know, cousin. He goes, hey, my cousin? He was saying that because, hell, you ain't the version of my cousin that's from my universe. Yeah. You're alive. You can't be my cousin. Yeah. You know, kill the motherfucker was you in my world. Oh, shit. So, yeah. overall, though, what do we think of the series? Enjoyed it. Episodes that I like more than others, but overall, yeah, I I shudder for season two if the rumors are true. Well, you you know that uh, by the, the the last episode, you had that uh, Easter egg where you know uh, they sh basically show you, yeah, there's going to be a season two because you got that whole uh, matchup of uh, Agent Carter and Black Widow. Well, what do you think of it overall? Before the we group get was given a else? name, so. Uh, it was okay. Like I enjoyed it well enough, but like it's just you kept them individual stories. Like there were individual stories, and I was like, okay, I'm cool with this. I'm cool with that. This one's okay. This one's not that great. This one's kind of mad. You know, ooh, I really like that one. And then you made them cohesive, and I went, oh, okay. There's gonna be like an ending story. Cool. And then the ending story was just, just, just contrive enough for me to look at it and just go, well. That kind of taints the rest of them just a little bit. So I was going to ask which I wanted for season two, but apparently there's already rumors about season two. So what are the rumors? Uh, 
you're going to get more Captain Car. And it looks like you're also going to get uh, Steve. Yeah, but that's more Captain Carter. It's, yeah. it's not, you're not getting Steve. You're getting Captain Carter basically finds out that, that thing that, you know, there's, they heavily hit since the Hydra Stomp was there and somebody's in it that Steve might be in there. But the trick is, that's not what if. And that was not my favorite character of the goddamn series. I don't, I don't really want a cohesive what if. Because that ruins what if. The yeah. whole point of what if is you jumping all over the place and it's this is different. And that's how this affects this. And this is how it affects that. I don't I don't need a, a vehicle for a fucking knockoff Captain America. If you want to do a fucking Captain America thing, just do a goddamn Captain America cartoon and be done with it. I don't give a... She was not the be-all and end-all. And you could tell on the Disney side of things that that's who they really want to put. See, she's the new... Dude, I don't want chick. That's a knockoff. It's yeah. a knockoff of a character that you fucked up. Fix the character you fucked up. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I don't want yeah. a Captain Carter. Yeah, series. give a fuck about Captain Carter. No more than okay. That was the first one. It's neat enough. Move on to something the fuck else. Yeah. See, I don't I, want T'Challa's Star Lord. I don't want continuation of this. Go do something else. Yeah. I am excited about the penitent Doctor Strange because I want him to show up in Multiverse of Madness. Which he's rumored to. That would be nice. Because it would make sense for him to show up. To a degree. Like, enough of a degree that I'd less like to see him. Even if it's just, like, him passing by sees the other him holding a thing that could end the the multiverse going, no, no, you, you keep moving. I don't I don't need another me in here interrupting this. You keep moving. Or he could wind up being one of the villains, who knows. Yeah, cuz that's that's the trick is that was one of the things in that final episode where it was like you could you could tell Killmonger was up to something. And it was like, okay, you know, man will keep an eye on him. He's up to something. When you've got a fucking master mage just loaded with demons, you don't trust that son bitch neither. You don't. You can easily see that version of Strange going full-on Hal Jordan parallax. Yeah, because... I want to reconstitute my universe. I don't care what I have to do to do that. And the trick is, that's literally what you should see him doing, because he's got some shit in him that, you know... I could could easily see him, hell, being the kind of threat where he goes... Like I said, that was one of the things... That was another thing that bothered me. Why in the hell would you entrust that with his ass? Because he, he's got to be going insane. He's alone. Yeah. And the, the son of a bitch is literally full of demonic entities. That's not a good fucking idea. Yeah, because at one point when he's around the others, yeah, he's... Well, he, have full- you, he casts a spell and you have one of them things and his hands turn into tentacles and he kind of like does the old 50s version of the fly and like pulls it back into his yeah. hand. Yeah. Yeah, that, that bitch ain't... That's not a good guy. No. He was every bit as fucked up as Killmonger was. Yeah. You know, in terms of morality, yeah, this, this motherfucker in Hell, he literally did the same goddamn thing Ultron did. He ended his fucking universe. Yeah. His was an intentional. Bullshit. Because they told him, hell, he, the, the version of Strange is telling you, you go in the universe. The, the ancient one said, you go fuck around and end the universe. And he said, I don't give a damn. 
long as I get long as I get what I want. Yeah, his was arrogance of like willful, willful ignorance and arrogance, where Ultron was just like dedicated purpose to end his universe, Ultron and was somehow still slower. Ultron thought he was bringing peace, the peace of the grave. They made it. They made him essentially Judge Death. Yep, Judge Death and Judge Dread. That was his whole thing. All crime was committed by the living. So how do you solve crime? You get rid, rid of life. Ta-da. It's simple. So anyway, it, it sounds like they've got some interesting threads they could do something with, or they could just run into the ground next season. We'll have to wait and see. <laughs> I am crossing my fingers that, that that version of Strange pops up. I could really see him linking up with the Scarlet Witch, given what she wants. Or trying to absorb the Scarlet Witch to gain more power to fix his universe. That's always a possibility, too. But anyway, if anybody out there hasn't watched the rest of What If... Ruin that! <laughs> well, yeah, there is that. But I don't guess I'll bother suggesting you go watch it. <clears throat> but if you've got opinions, if you notice some Easter egg we forgot, or you disagree with our opinions on something... Let us know. You can leave a comment below. You can reach us at thenerdeternal at gmail.com. Or you can go to our website, thenerdeternal.com, and leave a comment there. We'd be happy to hear from you. If you'd like to support the show, on our website we have a merch store. If you wanted to throw a little money our way, we'd appreciate it. Barring that, just like, subscribe, uh, tell folks about us. Anything like that helps, and we really appreciate it. So until next time, I've been your host, the experience that some call Jason, and with me today has been... The Podfather. The Token Millennial. Starkey. CDL113. And we will see y'all next time.